And newsflash, when you believe you're worthy, it doesn't matter what you do, your work will feel worthy to you too. You are raising the consciousness of our planet, my love, and freaking act like it. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make banks, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, hello there. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. If you do not know me, my name is Jill Perrick. I am a business and mindset coach and I help coaches overcome imposter syndrome so they can sign clients. I'm also an author, and if you have not bought my book, You're Not Special, on Amazon, make sure you run there and buy it. It's on all the Amazon storefronts, no matter where you are, the UK, Australia, Canada, the US, you can find it. You can find it there. And at the time of this recording, I have sold 77 copies so far, and I'm trying to get to 100. So hit up that Amazon, buy the book on ebook or paperback, and let me know how you like it. If you have read the book and you haven't left a review, can you guys do that pretty please? I will love you forever. Please go to Amazon um, and review You're Not Special because it would mean the absolute world to me and then it can get out for so many other people to read and help them overcome imposter syndrome and go after the things that they want. All right, I always say this, but I'm so excited for today's episode. It is a juicy one, attracting clients through showing up and self-belief. And... Attracting clients through showing up is what happens when you have potent levels of self-belief. Because when you love yourself, when you're confident in yourself and what you have to offer, it is easy to show up and share your work with the world. So to put it very simply, that is what creates consistency without effort. My clients ask me all the time, Jill, where the fuck do you get the energy to show up all the time? And the truth is, guys, I'm a very low energy person, like very low energy. Like I spent all weekend with my friends in July and I felt like I was dying for three days after because I was so tired. I sleep for hours and because I have ADHD, um, we have like a very different internal clock that's a bit later so I usually don't get like get to sleep until like 11 or 12 if it's any earlier than that I must be zonked or I must have taken something to sleep um but and then I usually don't get up until like nine but every morning the pets need to get up and get fed and they just like they get up at like 6 30 or 7 so sometimes like today when I'm recording this, I get up when they get up. But sometimes I'm like, I need to go back to bed. Anyways, 
I'm a very low energy person. So, and social media makes me very tired, but my business energizes me. It excites me to think about signing clients and making money and doing this work. It really does. And I choose to market my services via social media. And that is a decision that I made. Some of you are like, oh, I hate social media. And it's like, but you don't have to use it. You're just choosing to use it. This is something that I really feel like I need to say in a can I be honest post, um, which I'll probably bring that series here to the podcast for Jill's journal because like, can I be honest is basically me saying, can I be a cunt? (laughs) Can I be a cunt for a second? (gasps) Oh God. And yeah, you choose. You choose where you show up. You choose where you put your services. And I just need you to remember that when you're mad at Instagram or mad at the algorithm or pissed off at TikTok, you know, I choose to market my services via social media. And therefore, I decide that the energy that it takes to do that is worth it. So how do you consistently show up for your audience from a place of self-belief? I want you to first understand something that why it feels like effort right now, if it's taking up massive amounts of brain power, that is normal. You are not doing anything wrong. I actually had a client in the very beginning of our coaching. She was like, oh, I'm just so, she was having a hard time showing up. And what we realized was that she was telling herself, this shouldn't be so hard for me, right? this shouldn't be so hard for me. But I was like, what if it is hard? What if it does take effort? And like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? So you're not doing anything wrong. In neuro-linguistic programming, actually, we learn about the four stages of learning and habit formation. So first one is unconscious incompetence, where you're not aware of what you need to be doing and therefore you don't do it. So I liken this to when I first started and didn't know that I should add a call to action to my post. So I never directed people to the link in my bio or to send me a message simply because I didn't know. Okay. And then we have conscious incompetence where you become aware of what you're doing wrong. Like when you start writing copy to sell and it feels like you're not doing it right because people aren't buying, right? The next step is conscious competence. So it takes considerable effort because you have to think about it as you do it, like showing up and recording Instagram stories, right? And then we have unconscious competence where it takes way less mental effort and becomes more like second nature, like when you're driving home from work or someplace where you always go and all of a sudden you're in your motherfucking driveway, right? You're like, holy shit, how did I get here? So right now, you might just be in conscious competence where you know what to do and how to do it and it's just taking a considerable amount of effort for you to do it and therefore zapping your energy and making you think it shouldn't be that way. But what if you were doing everything right? What if nothing is wrong at all and you're just making your way through the inevitable stages of learning, right? Like I think we spend so much time, especially in online business, focusing on what we're doing wrong and focusing like, here's the areas I need to improve on, right? But instead of like 
celebrating ourselves and realizing that you're doing a lot of things right. And I know it's hard because you're like, but if I'm not seeing the clients, if I'm not seeing the results, that means I'm not doing something right. And I would argue that that's not true because your work is always working for you, right? Like you could have somebody right now listening to your podcast and binging all the episodes and getting ready to work with you, right? And that's why I talk about soulmate clients so much because I believe that we have contracts with people who we are meant to work with. And isn't that so fun to think about it? Like there are people who I don't even know yet who 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 are gonna pay me, <laughs> who are gonna pay me money and who are gonna be excited to work with me, right? Your content is always working for you. Showing up and sharing yourself and your gifts is ultimately just a habit that you are forming. It is now habitual for me to show up and share my services, right? And again, this is a choice because it's how I choose to sell my services online, right? And that brings me to another thing. What are your beliefs about how much time it takes? Some of my clients say it takes them so long to show up and share their shit, but it's because they're doom scrolling or comparing themselves or thinking way too hard about what they're going to fucking post. And truly, it only takes an hour or two tops out of my day to do all the things that I do on social media, post on stories, post on my feed, sometimes I'll go live. But if you aren't managing your time, you may be telling yourself it takes so much of my time when really it's how you are using that time. So again, can I be honest, but Instagram isn't doing anything to you. You are just like consumed with checking it and looking at the likes and the comments and focusing on engagement and seeing who's watching your stories and doom scrolling and comparing yourself and looking at other people, right? And this is what I do. I just upload shit and then I forget about it. I, I I do my thing. I upload. I check it every couple of hours, but I do my thing. I upload and then I carry on with my life. I carry on with my day and I do everything that I was planning on doing instead of spending my time scrolling and comparing myself. Now, I'm not perfect. I used to do that all the time and sometimes when I feel like I'm kind of in a lull or not feeling great I'll sometimes unconsciously do that and I just have to snap out of it right I also think that your limiting beliefs or fears about being seen in your power are directly correlated to how often you show up So many people have the fear of being seen, tucked deep inside their subconscious mind. And can I be honest with you guys? I literally saw a TikTok where a woman was saying that gaining weight in your belly can be related to having a social media presence and your body keeping you safe by putting the weight on you because of your fear of being seen. So I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but I am a spiritual person. And that was something that I really had to grapple with. I like distinctly remember being in the bath in 2020 and I had a thought come up. I was listening to a recording of something and I had a thought come up like, I'm afraid that somebody will see me. And I was like, oh, there it is. And it was like, I was afraid to be seen for who I really was. I thought that I wasn't likable. I thought that people wouldn't like me if they truly knew who I was. And even saying that sounds so weird to me because like, I love me. 
I like me a lot and so do my friends and so do my clients and so do the people who who get to know me they like me so I have learned to acclimate to like it is safe to be seen but being seen can be so scary for people and it makes sense like we're putting ourselves out there our work out there um, especially if you're neurodivergent the risk of rejection or failure is so real and it's so affecting to us so what is your relationship to being seen in your power when you think about being seen by others Does it make you clam up and afraid of being called out, right? And honestly, standing in your power and getting over that fear is one of the biggest beliefs that we tackle in one-to-one coaching. Like it's required to do this, to become booked out, sought after, and to feel worthy of good things and having all the success that you crave. Your beliefs are running the show. And if you don't think you're worthy of having good things or of being seen, you won't have the success that you want. So if you want to be booked out, sought after, and feel worthy of it all, I want you to hit the link in my show notes and apply to six months of one-to-one coaching. And really, these limiting beliefs are so common and will truly affect how you show up. Another reason why you may not be showing up in your power is the sneaky belief that what you're doing isn't important or necessary especially with the state of the world right like things are fucked but your work as a coach as a service provider can you get behind just helping one person at a time can you get your belief behind helping others bit by bit adding to their mental and emotional wellness Can you get yourself behind that? Do you believe that one little thing can create a domino effect in their lives? Your brain may be very black or white here in terms of your work is either life-changing and earth-shattering or it's not worth it at all, right? And I just want you to notice where that thought comes up for you. Instead, how can you believe that your work helps just one person? How can you see its ripple effect in your client's life? How can you solve just one problem for them? You're not like other Teresa here, okay? You're a coach, a service provider, and you're here to provide a service and you get to decide that your work is worthy. And newsflash, when you believe you're worthy, it doesn't matter what you do, your work will feel worthy to you too. You are raising the consciousness of our planet, my love, and freaking act like it, right? Lastly, a very tangible or strategic thing here is you may just not know what to say. Something I always do with my clients, no matter what level they're at, is get so specific on who they're talking to, what result they're helping this person achieve, and we create content pillars from there and then do Google Docs or notes with ideas that they can always pull from. And honestly, with my generator self that needs to be inspired to create, and my ADHD that forgets everything if I don't write it down right away. I need these things when I show up. So no shame or shade whatsoever. But allow yourself to be prepared so you don't make it mean that you don't know what to say and that that means that you're actually not a good coach or service provider or whatever, right? Um, yeah, I like need my notes when I show up. Like I have, I had every content piece down to like the Instagram story prepared for my launch because it's just like I use so much less brain power if I'm not trying to rack my brain figuring out how to show up right so 
I basically just gave you reasons why you're not showing up to attract clients. So let's spin it on its head and recap in a way that will get you feeling good about showing up. So firstly, I want you to recognize that you're probably in the conscious incompetence or conscious competence stage of learning where it's taking considerable time and effort to show up and that you're strengthening a muscle and forming a habit. Give yourself grace during this time. Also, assess your beliefs around being seen in your power and how that makes you feel to be seen and your beliefs around being successful. Believe that your work is necessary and important to the person you are speaking to and allow yourself to be prepared to be inspired and keep fucking going. Keep going, my love. That is what creates self-belief, your mindset work and the aligned action that you're taking. And lastly, like I said, one-to-one coaching spots are open. Apply now at the link in my show notes. Six months of one-to-one coaching for you to be booked out, sought after, and feel worthy of it all in your coaching business. Apply now before all the spots for 2022 are filled. I love you so much. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in the From Imposter to Empowered group program. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with all of that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.